0: Welcome back to Dirty Chai Chats, a podcast all about sexual health, love, and relationships at Tufts. I'm Gio, a sex health rep.
1: And my name is Flo, one of the directors of the Observer Audio team and the co-host
0: of this podcast. For part one of our two-part mini-series on COVID and relationships, Flo and I will be answering some of the questions submitted on our Google forum. Make sure to stay tuned for the second episode where Flo and I will be reflecting on our personal experiences navigating relationships in the time of COVID. Now we're going to get into the questions that we've received on our Google forum. So Flo, why don't you take it away by giving some of your recommendations for COVID safe dates? All right, here we go. I have built up a note (laughs) that I'm pulling up
1: right now i'm i'm a big planner i'm a big party planner i'm a big activities person so like love it this has really been my time to shine (laughs) um well first of all okay the first tier of dates you got the walk you know the walk is i feel like there's so many there's so many different kinds of walks you can take (laughs) well obviously all which are socially distant but First of all, you can go on the walk without any coffee or any place to go. Mm. You just wander. You just wander. <laughs> you just wander. That is like... I think that is one of the scariest types of walks you can do, but can be the most fulfilling because there's no, no there's no timeline. That's when the best conversations happen. <laughs> That's probably my favorite kind of walk. Mm. My second favorite kind of walk is the activity walk. So you can get coffee, mm. you can get a meal, you can go to a park, sit there, have a picnic. Yeah. I think those are nice probably for your first date walk because you do want to have an end time in case right. you need an out, in case it's not going right. well. You're like, you text like, your
0: friends a keyword.
1: They, like, call you with an emergency yeah. and get out. Exactly. Like, my food <laughs> is cold. I got to go. Um, <laughs> and then the third kind of walk is, like, you could be going somewhere and doing something. Yeah. So I have actually a, a list. You can go to the Somerville bike path. You that can is go to really the Fells. Nice. Excellent location. Charles River, always a beautiful time. I think farmers markets. You can go on a That's walk so to cute. the farmers market. That's so cute. Yeah. Next, I think that <laughs> there's, you can have the Zoom date. This is really, really a great option, especially if you are more nervous um, Mm -hmm. about meeting up with someone in real life so there's a lot of options with zoom dates you can have a movie night you can download netflix party (laughs) (laughs) which is a really cool extension where you can message while watching Mm -hmm. the show at the same time which is really cute Um, you could also share your favorite recipes with each other and have a cute little zoom cooking session creating shared playlists with people. That is, I, yes. Yes. I'm, Gio's saying yes. I Favorite thing to do. Love to hear any, any listeners out there. If you want to make a combined playlist with me, I would love to do that. Yes. <laughs> Please follow me on Spotify. Please follow me on Spotify. <laughs> like my playlist. All meta. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot of fun things you can do with combined playlists. Like, you can make them themed. Yes. You can each add a song a day. I did this fun thing with one of my friends where he would add a song and then mm-hmm. I would add a song with a similar like vibe or a similar mm. word or phrase. So it's kind of like a game. Ooh, um,
0: that's really creative. I love that. Thank you, Gio.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, those are my main date ideas. I Feel free that. to reach out to me if you want my notes app with all of these written down. i
0: um, happy to share it yeah i think it's definitely harder in the winter but even like things like a museum is Mm -hmm. a great place to be masked they have limitations on capacity Mm -hmm. and they also have good air ventilation Mm -hmm. Um, but also love that idea of all these like virtual dates and spotify has a listening session option where you can listen simultaneously but
1: i think that yeah a lot of people think that it's not possible to really safely be meeting people during this time Um, But I think that there's a lot of really awesome ways to get to know people um, in a lot of different venues that doesn't have to necessarily be so physically intimate. So moving into our second question in our Q&A portion of the podcast, someone submitted the following. Um, They were wondering about how they could manage their expectations and fears related to being intimate during COVID. They said... My boyfriend and I were on different levels of stress surrounding the epidemic, and I did not feel comfortable being intimate with him out of my fears. He did not take this too well. I ended up ending things, though.
0: So this is a tough one for sure. Yeah, just diving right into it. Throughout this episode, this has been a really big theme. It's really hard. There's not necessarily one right answer It takes a lot of flexibility, and I think the biggest thing is to think about your own expectations as something that you can control for yourself, like distinguishing what can I control versus what is out of my control. Mm. As we've seen throughout this pandemic, COVID can be extremely random, but recognizing what you can control for yourself. And having those conversations and being really open to dialogue and continuously communicating in this open way. And if the person that you're looking to be intimate with during this time of COVID isn't receptive or maybe has different values, I think that's important to evaluate for yourself and say, okay, well, do I want to be intimate with this person? Mm-hmm. Um, and, If so, how am I going to navigate these conversations?
1: Yeah, building off of what Gio said, I definitely think open communication is the most important thing. This sounds like it was a really tough situation. My heart definitely goes out to you. I think that what you did was right and being COVID safe and protecting yourself during this time is Mm -hmm. the most important thing you can do. Protecting yourself physically, mentally, and just making sure that um, you're sticking to your values. Yeah, wise words, Flo. So our third question is, how do I manage expectations and my COVID
0: anxieties versus using the pandemic as a way to control others? This question personally resonates a lot with myself and something I've reflected a lot on. And I think it takes a lot of just reflecting of, for example, if you are being intimate with someone and maybe you feel uncomfortable with them seeing a certain group of people or Mm -hmm. going out to a certain place or indoor dining or just the way that their actions are, like also sitting with that and asking yourself, what about these situations makes me feel uncomfortable? Or if that person you're seeing wants to be in an open type of relationship, like thinking, why does that make me uncomfortable like is it because i want to pursue a more intimate relationship with them or is it covid because at the end of the day we've talked about this as well um so especially brought up this point of doing all this like covid math and like not having a clear cut answer um and also thinking about well if i'm going to be eating unmasked is that so different than other social mm-hmm. interactions mm-hmm. things like that and Just thinking where am I being consistent in my values of COVID Mm -hmm. and my own perceptions of how I'm experiencing this, how I feel and what is causing this anxiety. Like what about the situation? Mm -hmm. And then also maybe even talking to friends about it, because sometimes it can be you're really anxious about one thing. But on the other hand, you're doing other things that are relatively similar in terms of their like safety level. Yeah and really just evaluating like is that me trying to like control a situation in a time where we literally feel so out of control uh-huh. at least for me and like trying to find those little bits of control uh-huh. sometimes i forget i'm not just trying to like control my actions i'm trying to control others because the world feels so out of control right, right now which is valid and fair and hard to distinguish between your own feelings and trying to control people mm-hmm, you're with mm-hmm. Totally. What do you think,
1: Geo? this person means when they say control? Like, what do you think? What do you think? What experiences do you think they could be talking
0: about? When this question references control, it makes me think about the way someone might use COVID in a conversation to express their desires or wants. And this can look like different things. It can be wanting to be exclusive with someone and saying, hey, I don't feel comfortable with you having intimacy with other people because of COVID and I want to keep this more of a closed circle, which is fair and a valid feeling to have and to express. But sometimes maybe it isn't about COVID if they're doing things that are just as risky, right? So evaluating, is this really how I feel because of COVID? Or am I trying to get something else out of the situation?
1: Yeah, Gio, I totally agree with everything that you've said. Um, As long as you stick to your values and really Mm -hmm. think like, what am I comfortable with? What are my boundaries, regardless of what other people are doing? If you stick to that, I think that you will feel satisfied yeah because there's not really one right or wrong thing i think as long as you're being this sounds so silly as long as you're being true to yourself no but it's so true really you just have to
0: like yeah yeah 100 cliches are cliches for a reason it's so true like stay (laughs) true to yourself Mm -hmm. you could not have said it better someone submitted
1: the question why am i so lonely
0: yeah this is a another just really difficult question This pandemic has been extremely, extremely isolating and a big time for reflection. I think there's a lot of things to be said about what you can do with these feelings of loneliness Mm -hmm. and that we've been given so much time just by ourselves and Mm -hmm. in very isolated ways. I'm a huge proponent of therapy. Mm -hmm. I think therapy has really just changed my own life in a lot of ways. Um, and Tufts has mental health counseling and for free Mm -hmm. they give you a few sessions and I think after a few sessions they recommend you to someone outside but going back seeking mental health services like a therapist is a really great way to just reflect on this question of why am I so lonely Mm -hmm. what can I do to sit with these feelings Mm -hmm. because these emotions are going to exist. We all have emotions and in a lot of ways it's how we attach ourselves to these emotions. Mm-hmm. Something I've learned through mindful practices like meditation has been how do I distance myself and the emotions that I'm feeling mm-hmm. and yes. creating that distance of I feel lonely but I am not my loneliness Yes, is so hard and something I'm still working on and don't think I will master for years, if ever, Mm -hmm. but just having that time and reflection in a place like therapy can be really great. And then another great thing to do in these feelings is to explore yourself in ways like masturbation. Mm -hmm. And people have talked about dating yourself. Mm -hmm. This has been like a catchphrase of COVID is like, learn to date yourself. And I think answering this question why am I so lonely? And just learning how to date yourself and love yourself is something really incredible. Again, I'm still working on myself, but even just like going out to a walk and just like turning your phone off or getting coffee by yourself Mm -hmm. and just like sitting on the grass in Mm -hmm. a park, just, you know, doing those things to nurture yourself and to nurture those feelings, because while we feel our interactions depend on us not feeling lonely, COVID at least has taught me there's a lot to be said about the self love we can be giving ourselves and putting that into our energies in different yeah, ways.
1: Totally. That was so well said, Gio. Um, what you said about the mindfulness and the meditation is really resonates with me. Um, I got an app this year called the Calm app, which mm-hmm. I highly recommend. <laughs> love they have the these Calm app. really beautiful visuals and like these awesome breathing exercises. Mm-hmm. Um, which I've been doing every morning. They can be as long or as short as you want. You can set it for one minute if you're really in a rush, um, or you can set it for 30 minutes. But there's different breathing exercises for different effects that you want to have on your body. Um, And kind of building off of what you were saying, Gio, about like really leaning into this time of isolation, um, while we can be physically isolated and while it is really tough to be single and not have a person to go home to necessarily and like Mm -hmm. be physically intimate with there's a lot that you can do during these times to nurture your current relationships at least my first two years of college I was really fixated on like meeting new people and like Mm -hmm. really branching out but now I've done a lot of reflection about the ways that I spend my time and like I just feel like your time is so valuable it's like who you spend your time with says so much about who you are and it's like Even if you only have a few friends, you can spend so much of your time investing in those relationships Mm -hmm. as opposed to trying to pursue new ones. I think that there's just a lot of value in this time where you're forced to be by yourself. Um,
0: There's a lot of opportunities for growth. Yeah, beautifully said. And deepening those relationships are definitely something that you can do as well. And to have that social interaction, beyond just yourself Mm -hmm. um so the last question in our q a portion is is it possible to navigate multiple relationships at once during covid
1: Mm. it's a
0: good one (laughs) this is a good
1: one i feel like it changed for sure over Mm -hmm. the course of the pandemic in March last year, no way. No way.
0: No. Um,
1: could I even manage one relationship? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, but I feel like now with people getting vaccinated, like that adds a whole other component to it. Mm. Because the CDC literally released guidelines that said, like, if you are in a room with people who are fully vaccinated, like you can take your masks off. Right. And that's fine. Right. Um, so... I think that it is possible to manage multiple relationships. Um, I think that as long as you, again, have open communication with every single person that you're talking to, um, you can be involved with multiple people to a certain capacity.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. And COVID has only exacerbated the need to be transparent and have this open type of communication within your relationship or relationships with multiple people. This is a really good conversations and just talking about COVID. I honestly see this being a continuous thing and it is and has been a great time to like, reflect and understand Mm -hmm. your own morals and ethics and Mm -hmm. building your relationships through that lens and in a deeper way as well so i'm really glad we we got to talk about this This was such
1: a lovely conversation and thank you to everyone who submitted your questions um i feel like for me and geo this has been a really fun process to kind of unpack how we've been feeling this year absolutely i hope that it was helpful to anyone who is listening and if you have any more questions feel free to reach out to us at any point um we love talking about relationships and sex so
0: hence hence the podcast podcast. so So i guess that concludes
1: our that concludes our relationships in covid episode thank you so much for tuning in um and we'll see you here
0: next time yes see you next time